We're back again. We're back again with another episode of Black Fly on the Wall. Yes, sir. It is live. I'm your host. Uh, today's episode is Manifestation Without Work is Dead. You know, it's a common phrase that we've heard. Um, but before we dive into this 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 very in-depth conversation, um, I'm going to allow everybody to introduce themselves. With my right, Pierre. Pierre Bless, rapper, entrepreneur, spread love, life. Uh, I'm here. <laughs> All right, next up. What's going on, y'all? Y'all know who it is. Sam I am, the master man, at master and the man. We're here again. Co-host Black Fly on the Wall. Let's get it. Let's get it. It's good. It's your boy CP, uh, Colton Palmer. The boy. At Colton Palmer. I got a dog on my gram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's C-O-L-T-O-N, P-A-L-M-E-R. Uh, Bedlam Vodka, Shout Living out. Room Durham. Hey, we here, baby. Let's get it. Let's get it. So, you know, manifestation is, um, is why we all here today. It is a... Uh, collectiveness of thoughts it's a collectiveness of actions and it's collectiveness of feelings that's how we're all here today having this conversation that's how every listener is listening right now it's through uh the vibrational levels of this universe that we live in um to get this conversation started what is the difference between prayer and manifestation i think i think prayer and i'm gonna speak personally um when i pray attitude one for things that are done and for things the way that I want them to be right so I try to project things that I want them to be and I think you know when I'm manifesting I'm living in that right that's I've already prayed for it to happen I've already seen it happen and now I'm living in it as if it's already happened you know what I mean so that's that's how I do it personally what you call uh, I would say um you know it manifestations a, a part of prayer for me um I used to there was almost, you know, I was, I was raised Catholic, so it was a hard line in the, stand, in the sand when it came to prayer or meditation. But if you even look to, to Jesus and, 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 you know, references to Jesus in the Bible, they were together. He was, he was meditating, but that was prayer, that was manifesting, that was, you know, being thankful, showing gratitude. Yep. Um, that's all a part of it. And mm-hmm. I, I actually, um, Celestine Prophecies, Oh, one of my oh, one of my favorite books. One of my favorite books ever. Yes, it it changed. Yes. it almost taught me how to pray again. Mm-hmm. And I actually I took notes like, okay, this is what I got to change because I was just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Our Father, Hail Mary, may say a couple, you know, say a couple things, but then I started to be more intentional with my prayer mm-hmm. as opposed to being routine. Mm-hmm. And you notice, yeah, yeah then you notice the yeah, difference. Yeah, big difference. It's a big difference. You feel it feel it more it's not just i'm just gonna do this before i go to sleep because i my parents told me doing when i was yep. a kid right mm-hmm. this this is you know this is what i'm seeking this is what i'm trying to attract what vibrational level i'm trying to be on and then you're 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 living you know living that out yeah. and you believe it yeah. absolutely. absolutely believing it p what about you for sure um i agree with the fellas you know what i'm saying i think generally speaking a lot of people uh ask in prayer you know what i'm saying in a manifestation you actually uh visualize, put yourself in that position, you vibrate, you know what I'm saying, and like, and build. Both of them are powerful tools, you know what I'm saying, and when you combine them, that's really what it is, like, you know what I'm saying, you can like, uh, take it a step further, but manifestation, like, that's really, uh, not gonna say it's more spiritual, but that's, that's really what I would, it is. I would, right? I, would, yeah. I, would, I would go to say that because I think it takes more trust, like, when I'm praying, it, like you said, I'm asking, I'm talking straight to the source. That's my that's my phone line, straight to the source. You asking for and manifestation is 
me trusting that he's going to do everything else that I can't do. That's me already living as an entrepreneur before I even got my LLC. You right. know what I mean? Absolutely. Like that, so. And, you know, the, the word vibration is, is, key, is, is a key term that's being thrown around simply because um, that's, that's one of, the, in, my, in my opinion, that's one of the most important uh, of the seven spiritual laws uh, that governs us on a daily basis. And just for the listeners, like there's seven spiritual laws that govern us, whether you believe them, believe in them or not. It's like gravity. You know, all of it is science. All of it is alchemy. Um, all of it is metal metaphysics. If you don't believe that gravity exists, that doesn't change the fact that it does. Right. And you can you can believe in those seven spiritual laws while maintaining your spiritual faith, faith or whatever you come from, whether you're Hindu, Buddhist, um, Christian, Muslim, whatever it may be. Anybody that is a human being that lives on this planet or any type of spiritual being can apply the laws. And the law of vibration is so important because it's how we view life is how we look at life. You know, everything is moving. Nothing is at rest. Even all of us, if you if you get it down to a microcosmic level and you look at us, we're, we're particles that are moving and vibrating together. We're just in a solid form, this desk, this glass, this cup. Everything is, is vibrating. And the way that you manifest what you want is to get your vibrational level on the same level as the thing that you want. An example, if you want to make $100,000 a year or get a career that your salary is $100,000, then your attitude, how you feel, and what you do has to be on the same vibrational level as that job. And I think that is the key um, concept that a lot of individuals are missing is that they're engaged in negative activities. They're uh, eating poorly. They're not exercising. They're feeling bad. They're uh, harnessing negative energy with family and friends. The things that they say out of their mouth are negative, but they want something that's on a higher vibrational plane. You know, the universe is going to give you whatever vibrational plane wave that you're on, which I think is a key concept that a lot of people miss out on is that you have to, you have to be in true alignment with whatever, whatever level that you're vibrating on. I think, I think the work aspect is the missing piece of a lot of people's alignment. A lot of people live in a certain way. They want to speak a certain way. They want to be a certain way, but Mm -hmm. nobody wants to put the work in. Absolutely. Once you, really understand like okay i can get there and Mm -hmm. i really like i can really get there Mm -hmm. and you start putting just a little bit of work behind it then you start okay it's a snowball i can keep going keep growing from that and i also i also think i I spoke to it with the on the last show i I was on um man you have to a lot of people are imitating you know they're they're going to church and they're imitating there's this is what i'm supposed to do They're, they're not when i talk about that inner standing that understanding will let you know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of folks, you know, it, it's rare they have their own thought. A mm-hmm. lot of times we see on Instagram, you get so much information in a day. You're taking in so much, whether it's spiritual, whether it's about business, whatever the case may be. Yep. And then people regurgitate that opinion mm-hmm. that they saw on Instagram or they saw on the news. But to form your own true thought is something I think very few people do. When it comes to spirituality, you got to go deep form your own thought, your own belief, your own, you know, spiritual s- space that you want to be in. That's something a lot of folks, I think, don't do. They, they go to church, and this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I believe. Say, right. You never talk go, about, do you go, actually yeah. believe that? Going I think to ch- a lot of people just don't know. You I know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of people don't know. It's, it's esoteric and, information. And they're not going right. to look. And, you know, us being in the information age, you know, um, it's 2021. Yeah. 
like, you know, the internet is so wide open, how you were saying the information is there, but some people are just a bunch of yes men, like, you know, 95%. It's like, okay, I see it. This is where we're going to go. This is where the crowd is headed, the majority rule, you know what I'm saying? So I'm fine. They're fine, you know what I'm saying? But they probably don't even feel good because if they find the inner peace, their inner self, and start vibrating at a higher level, they'll feel good. Their life will start changing. You'll find the right person. You'll get the job you want. You'll be the person that you're supposed to be. Your birthright is what you own already. You know, it's already inside of you. What you believe, what you feel, your intuition, that's the Mm -hmm. truth. That's the only thing you really need to know. Because that's the highest thing like that that God is giving you. You know, it's God given inside of you that is your truth. If you, know, you start walking in your truth, then you'll live your absolutely. best life. And like, I'm reading a book right now. It's called You Were Born Rich by Bob Proctor. And what he's basically getting you to understand, like Peter's saying, is that you, you're already born with the um, with your destiny. Whatever you want, you can achieve that, right? And so like Sam was saying, like a lot of people don't want to put in the work. To me, that resonates a lot around cause and effect, Right. Whatever work you put in is going to render you a certain outcome. And so, but a lot of people, in, especially in the information age, is that they're, they're coming up on manifestation and they feel like the only thing I need to do is think about where I want to be and then I go sit down. Yeah. Cause, the, the law of cause and effect is equivalent to the law of least effort. The key is least effort. That means you still have to put in some work to achieve what you want to achieve. Now, the goal in life is for all of us to um, receive absolute luck. Right. We want things to come to us um, whenever we least deserve them. We want things to come to us uh, out of nowhere. Um, We want things to come to us um, just by being in the right place at the right time. That is the ultimate goal for a lot of human beings. Nobody genuinely wants to go out there and bust their ass to get minimal results. Right. You want to be able to receive an abundance of blessings while doing little things. Right. And so the key to doing that is getting on a a vibrational, a vibrational plane that you can receive those things. Yeah. If you're on the right vibrational plane, you're always in the right place at the right time. The universe is funny. Like, um, Rhonda Byrne had wrote in the book, um, the secret, like, uh, my favorite books, you know, like that. What I think it was about, it was about love and achieving the things that you want, but it was like a woman wanted a man, but she didn't make the space in the home for a man, like the closet was full. It was like no room for the man to be able to come. So it was like, hey, you know, she seeked from her spiritual advisor, like make half your closet spacious. Uh, Take the things off the other side of the bed. Get ready for what you want in life so it can come. And then it came. It's powerful. It's powerful. powerful. I mean, that's a critical lesson, man. You know, um, as I was saying before, and like what Pete was saying is that, uh, you know, unifying consciousness is, are your thoughts, your emotions, and your actions. Those things always have to be in alignment. Colton, y'all wouldn't have had a living room if y'all weren't feeling good, your emotions weren't good, and your actions weren't good. Absolutely. You all were putting in the work. You were thinking like you saw the living room before you actually got it, and you messed, and you manifested it. Now, like you all, uh, I think, Colton, you mentioned um, about uh, meditation, Right. And like the the mis, the most misinformed concept about meditation is that it's equivalent to prayer. But meditation is supposed to supposed to be the time where, like you said, you find your inner your inner peace. It's your time that you become balanced. It's become it's a time where you kind of let your mind rest, take some moments of rest. And it's your time where you're not asking the universe, God, Jesus, Allah, Buddha, anybody for anything. You're just having your your moment of complete balance. And I think that's a we're busy people. Right. Mm-hmm. We're busy minded people. And that sometimes being busy minded and being too active 
is what causes us to miss out on some things that are coming our way. Absolutely. It's, it's, so much noise. It, it, it's hard. I mean, even when I first started meditating, it was, it was hard for me to clear my mind. That mm-hmm. was probably one of the most challenging things for me was to actually clear. And I still have trouble with it. And, and you should. My mind yeah, yeah. wants you to should. run to so many you different should. things. But that, that alignment is necessary. And for me, I mean, like I said, raised Catholic, but I mean, you always you, you heard in church the 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 temple of God is within, that the heaven is with like telling you temple he, he, and he, everything. Telling yeah. literally we're being told that over and over again. Your teachings are in a row, yeah. Preachers and priests don't focus on that going within, but it's told to us over and over again. See, you have yeah. the answers inside. Do you think it would be brings it. Do you think it would be beneficial to the religion to teach people that. Absolutely. I think it would be. I think that would then take the some of the financial aspects of it being a, a great business model away. Because mm-hmm. um, we always kind of seek a, a tutor almost. You know, the, the, the mentor. The, the, yeah. Exactly. The preacher or priest is, is supposed to be passing the word through him from God, essentially. Mm-hmm. So and if that, it's like a tutor, if it's like a tutor that you're paying... But then the tutor gives you the tools to to understand the lesson. You no longer need the tutor. But the the tools aren't. That's being how you handed. know it's a good tutor. The, the, yeah, yeah. I, I, in my opinion, the tools aren't being given out. The the what's being given out is just enough for you to keep coming back. Mm-hmm. And you always mm-hmm. need even if even if I even if I master something, I still will go back and try to learn more. It's not saying do away with that structure, but I think there's. I think we just need more focus on ourselves and for us as black folks. Like what what started to change my spiritual path was I just kept asking like why do we not why do I not know what what black people what Africans why do I know anything about our religion? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what they're called. Mm-hmm. Like why don't we why were we doing everything so wrong and then once the, you know the European influence came in and slavery happened, why are they so right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and our people were wrong. I want to know more about it. And I, 16 laws of Aoife, you know, mm, we have 10 strong. commandments are very, very specific. The 16 laws of Aoife, I was like, man, we're already practicing these things as black folks and don't even know it because it's innate. It's in our nature. And it, it, it like aligns better with how we you think. You just got to be aware it's of not, it. It's not just don't hurt somebody. It's, you don't do nothing. You, one of the laws, you know, and this is very much in layman's terms, but like you don't do nothing to anybody unless they do something to you. Mm-hmm. That's so much more real than you just don't do this. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. submit. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Just, just, yeah. it's, I don't know. I, I just think we have, especially as black folks, like we have to seek more and we need, I think we're reaching back more to learn more about ourselves and our roots. I, I think that's very apparent. Because in Celestine Prophecy, it talks about that. Absolutely. The shift, the shift in consciousness and unif- the, the shift in unified consciousness is happening now. Like the book is prophetic because is. you you see a lot more people now leaving um, the religion that was provided to them by their family and going out on their own to understand um, what they want. It's kind of like a child that doesn't want to be in the same profession that their mom or dad is in, but they want to go. Their mom and dad are both doctors, but they want to be an engineer, right? It would be wrong for those parents to not uh, let that manifestation within the child grow and blossom into being what they really are. And the the issue sometimes with religion is that it's something that's given to us. It's not something that we're able to decide. And, and I think it's we 
religion is such a is such a tough topic topic for people to talk about. But we have to also draw a distinction between spirituality and religion. Religion is a is a construct. Yes. It's a man made construct. Yes. Just because I don't maybe practice a specific religion doesn't mean I'm not close to God. Mm-hmm. And I think people almost do that when I say, "Hey, I was raised Catholic. Well, what do you believe now?" Well, I'm, I'm a spiritual person. I, you know, defining my beliefs is putting it in a box. Well, you, I don't think you right. can put God or the universe in a box. Right. It's supposed to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We think, Pete. Should the tools be brought and given to people? Is mm-hmm. that what the question was? Yeah, I think so. Because, uh, like, if I look at myself now, like, I could go to church now, and if I hear, like, a certain scripture, I'll break it down different. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand it. Like, as yeah. a kid, I wouldn't understand that story or that that verse. I'm like, huh? You know, but now I'm like, oh, I understand how he was able to do this, you know, or where he got that gift from or what that actually meant, that it came from inside or the temple is within. Like, these things I'm able to break down if I heard them now. You know, because I understand spirituality, I know where everything comes from, and I studied this and where the actual story was, where it actually came from. (laughs) Right, and, and, you know, the the issues in, like, Cole, what you were saying is that you question these things, and so that's kind of opposite of religion. It's not pushed upon you to question things outside of your religious construct that you're in, whether you're Christian, Muslim, whatever it may be. You know, whenever Rome conquered Egypt, they stole a lot of things, a lot of traditions, a lot of laws, a lot of spirituality. That's where it all comes from. It comes from our homeland, right? And so a lot of times what we as individuals have to do is ask yourselves, are you comfortable with living um, – within the boundaries of your religion that was stolen from others? Or do you want to go beyond that and say, you know what? I see that they have BC on these dates. Okay. What have really happened before yeah. Christ? Yeah. Era. Mm-hmm. Or I see that I learned about your Reuben culture. Um, and I understand that it happened around this time frame. but what happened, what happened before that? Right. And so like a short story is that your Reuben cultures, like you were talking about the 16 laws of Ifa, is that the, the, your Reuben culture was stemmed from the ancient comedic um, system. Um, and whenever um, Kim- Kemet understood that, they would be conquered, right? So all the pharaohs got together and said, okay, we need to protect this information. And so they sent out information to all of the coast of Africa, which is why you find a lot of strong religious sects around the the, um, the, the coast of Africa because they sent that information out there, and our people remixed the information and made it more understandable to the people of that geographic region, right? But whenever Rome came in and conquered Egypt, we understood that, Egypt would fall just like all things, right? Uh, And so what we have to understand and what we have to continuously apply is that, you know, I'm an individual personally is that I'm willing to go to the dark side to understand the truth. Absolutely. Right? I'm not comfortable with being comfortable. I'm comfortable with being uncomfortable and continuously to learn within my spiritual um, journey. But, you know, and one thing thing I want to know before we wrap it up is that um, how you all feel is that how do you feel about there's an eighth law they're out there and it's called the generative principle and it centers more so around caring, right? So it's under what's understood is that what you care most about is what you will achieve. If you care most about being one of the, you know, becoming a successful rapper, that's what you will gain because the emotional, what we found out is that the emotional energy behind something is the most powerful energy in the, in the world. That's why they say love is so Powerful, right? What you love, a mother would die for her child because the love is there. She cares about the individual. So, P, how do you feel about 
the eighth general principle, generative principle of caring and how that applies to your life now? You kind of answered it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the vibration that I'm putting out, it is based around rap. I've never been at this level, this height before. You know, it's because like I really believe in myself. I'm able to focus on it. And summarize a little bit. Tell people your story. Uh, definitely. So um, where I'm at right now, like I just got signed a management deal by uh, PTE and QC. So quality control, that's where the Migos and those guys are at. PTE, that's where uh, Soldier Boy's manager, that's where he homes his record label. But I've been rapping for a while. You know what I'm saying? I went on tour. I stepped outside in April, um, and things just been kind of going crazy month after month. Then I went on tour in June, went back on tour by myself, and now I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Left that tour with the deal. So, like, now we're in this place. But but back to what you were saying, like, um, and I do, I, I like, I really love Rhonda Byrne because she breaks stuff down so easy. Yeah, it's but it's easy like, you know, understand. back on manifestation, like, like, when you – really feel things and see things. That's why vision boards are kind of, you know, like really important and popular because when you can see it, you can feel it. But when you put feeling into it, you achieve it even faster. Mm -hmm. And we not, we're not even really on like the universe. God, he doesn't really know time like that. He just knows how bad you want something or yep. what you're feeling for. Yeah, so time it's is like, illusion. like the time definitely it's an illusion. It's like, Oh, you want that right now? Well, I'm going to give it to you right now. And one thing like, um, that I feel like was taught, like, I don't know, well, a lot of people, like, they cry, you know, like, and, and be real sad, you know, and then they're praying, and like, why is this happening to me? And it's like, yo, that's not the right way to pray. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You need to be happy when you're praying. You know, like, don't do it when you want something yeah. and you're sad and you're begging or whatever. Do it when you feel good, because that's when God is going to hear you the loudest yep. and respect your vibration and give you that. Not just because you want something. Yeah. 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 So uh, all in all, man, you know, manifestation without work is dead. I believe that all of us have to continue to put in the work. But, you know, fly conversations, the scenario is this. Starting, I'm, I'm starting to look forward to these. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fly, hashtag fly conversations. You live a long life. You achieve the things you want to achieve. You die and wake up in another time in the past, but you still have the knowledge you have now in regards to spirituality, in regards to the laws that you learn, in regards to the understanding this knowledge, what do you do with it? 30 seconds. Wait, break that down again? You, you live a long life. You achieve the things you want to achieve. You die and wake up in, a, in another life. But oh. you remember the things, that, the tools that you've learned along the way in this life. What do you do with that information in the new life that you wake up in? I'm first. Go. Yeah, well, I feel like you'll be in another dimension anyway. Like the, the life that you wake up in is going to be your heaven or hell. So what you learn from that past life, hopefully you're like in a further position. And I think that's kind of what heaven and hell kind of is too, like where you were in that past life. So either you graduated or you stay stagnant in hell. So you take what you learned from your past life and try to progress further. Mm -hmm. Sam? Uh, I think I try to like much as I can give it out right I think that's a I've hit a maturity level I would say at that point that I know that I've taken it back with me but I can't just keep taking it so it's like something I will try to give out because how beneficial is the knowledge if other yeah, people aren't nobody else it. knows it. and I think right. that's like and that's why I think prayer becomes manifestation like I said you got to trust I think manifestation is just a mature form of prayer like I've already prayed and now I'm so mature in this prayer life and I'm praying the right way I'm asking for the mm -hmm. right things that now I'm able to just say, okay, I'm going to live it. Mm -hmm. Just having a maturity level about it. CP? 
to me, I, I think that's that's man. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like that's that's deep because I think that is, you know, fulfilling your purpose to know upon arrival into a space that you all the information you had before. Mm-hmm. I think it's honestly achievable. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it, you you know clearly this is my purpose. This is what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to think about what I'm going to do with it because you already know what you're just finding it. a word to yeah. put it in. And, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and to think about it, you're, it's a blessing, man. It's a blessing to wake up with the tools to, to achieve life. It's a, bless, it's a blessing to wake up with the tools to spread to others so that they can also achieve the things they want to achieve. So, you know, hey, a lot of conversations, man. It's, it's made yeah. to make you think real quick. Um, but hey, to, to to wake up in another time, in another time zone, in another dimension with the tools um, that you've learned um, about manifestation and 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 to be successful and to help others around you, I think that could be a unique situation. Lack of a better term, I'm fucking the game. I'm fucking the game. Taking over. Facts. That's that red pill, blue pill. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, manifestation without work is dead, man. Good one. <laughs>